everyone, welcome to What Really Works, a mental health podcast for young adults and youth. In these podcasts, you can expect to hear us chat about mental health and provide well-being tips and tricks with the odd joke thrown in. What Really Works is brought to you by Discovery College, an initiative run by the Canadian Mental Health Association Kelowna, where lived and living experience and learned experience informs everything we do. Now let's get started with today's episode. Hello, What Really Works listeners. I don't know if you remember me at all, but my name is Olivia Howard, and I have someone very special with me who is also here all of the time when we actually record podcasts, and her name is... Becky! It's been forever! How's it going, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been a little bit of a while. Yeah. But just things get in the way sometimes, you know? Yeah. And we decided today that at least for the next little while, we're going to try to be more consistent with delivering our podcasts. But everyone should be, you know, stoked for Becky and I because we both have found ourselves in some pretty hefty work positions right now, where unfortunately the podcast has sometimes, some months, been left on, on a little bit of a back burner. But we are going to revitalize it and bring it to life and hopefully have some more consistent scheduling here in the next couple of months. Maybe. No promises, though. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to try our best and that's all we can do. Hey, that's a good way of saying it. (sighs) Try our best and that's all we can do. I got to start taking the things that I say to the What Really Works listeners to heart for myself as well. Accepting all the bits of information you dish out. Yeah, exactly. I think we did a podcast on about that forever ago, and I'm still in the same place that I was then, of just <laughs> spewing spewing advice and feeling really good in it. And then all of a sudden, when it comes to thinking about it myself, I'm like, oh, Olivia, come on, you can do it. Try to think about it that way. It just it just takes it takes time. Like it's it's quick to learn information. It takes a long time to actually like use that information and accept that information and do that right yeah absolutely it's one of the things that I'm working on in horsey therapy right now equine therapy what really works listeners I had my first session of equine therapy I've not gone on the horse yet I've sat in the field with a horse doing like a regular kind of counseling session but outside with horses and it was really cool And then eventually I'll be getting on them, I suppose. I'm not really sure what equine therapy entails. So if any of you what really works listeners are like experts in it, give your girl a shout and let me know what I'm in for on this journey. Maybe we should get an expert. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Do an episode. Yeah, I think my counselor that does it is an expert in it. But for whatever reason, I always feel a bit silly asking too many questions to my counselor. I'm like, uh yeah equine therapy totally know everything about it yeah let's do it (laughs) (laughs) which probably isn't the best approach but whatever (laughs) it's a start you there I'm there I'm starting I'm going so Becky how are you doing what's new with you I don't feel like anything's new (laughs) with me you always Uh, say that as the first thing and then you go into the things that you've been doing I'm like well that is technically new (laughs) I'm just trying to think um you're coming on vacation soon to visit me it's true I am gonna be heading to Victoria 
um that's about as the excite as exciting as it gets at the moment i mean it's still pretty exciting i was gonna say that's pretty darn exciting if you ask me <laughs> so today we're gonna be talking about i feel like a bit of a random topic but um we're gonna be talking about mental health days i mean it's not that random when we are a mental health podcast i was gonna say i think it makes sense for the content of the podcast for sure but I think it's something when we say, oh, we're going to be talking about mental health days. Um, we're not going to be really going into like, oh, like this is what we should be doing on a special day for our mental health. Instead, we're going to be kind of talking more about like, say we are working, like actually taking a day off for our mental health specifically and what can maybe be involved with that, not involved with that. Yeah, lots of other things that come alongside of that of even just like workplace mental health and community mental health, right? Because at first when I had the idea, I was like, is this an hour long topic? Um, You even said it, Olivia, but then the more I thought about it, the more I thought about kind of lots of couples of discussion points. Well, you know, if it lasts an hour, it lasts an hour. If it doesn't, well, <laughs> sorry, what really works, listeners, we've been slacking on the podcast already. So no, I, I'm just joking. I completely agree. I didn't really initially see what there was to discuss about mental health days, but as we chatted about it, I think there's plenty of things for us to discuss. Um, first thing I want to know is when was the last day that you took a mental health day? Friday <laughs> hence why this was the topic that came to my mind <laughs> oh ha, ha ha so when you're going to take a mental health day mm-hmm. how do you go about doing that so I am very fortunate in the sense that um at CMHA Colonia you get a decent amount of sick days so I tend to not have to worry about um do I have the time to take or anything like that um Okay, so your mental health days, because some organizations actually like give you a difference between a mental health day and a sick day, whereas other organizations like CMHA Kelowna, but then also the organization that I um, lead is we don't have mental health days either. It just all falls underneath the category of a sick day. Yeah, and we have above we get 12 sick days, which is significantly more than the minimum amount of sick days that you get in British Columbia. I think the minimum amount of sick days that you can get a year in British Columbia is five, which is just wild to me that that Um, is. That's new as well. Oh yeah, that's wild. I don't know how many days it used to be, but it's ringing a bell that it was either three or that there was no days that were guaranteed. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I I don't someone that I know who works everywhere where you get like the bare minimum of everything I'm sure there's used to be three yeah I think it's the BC employment standards is what it is and yeah it's five five now but having 12 is great yeah so it means that it for me like you said what do I do when I actually take one off or like how do I go about it like that actually alleviates a little bit of the pressure in the sense of like oh like I don't have to worry about this being a day off unpaid. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I just went about it by, I decided I was going to call it a mental health day. Um, I just emailed my manager and was like, look, I need a mental health day today. Like I'll put it in on the like system on Monday when I'm back. 
And I got a really nice supportive email from my manager saying like, yep, do whatever you need to do and let me know if you need to have like a check-in on Monday about anything. So yeah, that's kind of how I went about it. Um, How did you feel saying that you were having a mental health day instead of a sick day? And why did you like choose to use that language and be honest about the fact that you needed a day for your mental health instead of just saying, hey, I'm sick, I'm taking the day off? I think there's two things, two kind of reasons. And I think it would always, I think it it would depend where I worked and who my manager was. Yeah. Um, I think if I worked somewhere where they weren't open about mental health, where maybe there was a lot of stigma regarding mental health, um, yeah, just really unsupportive around that area, I would just call it a sick day and not even go any further past that. I think that's what a majority of people still will often do, not only because... I mean, we can feel down on ourselves or embarrassed about ourselves or, you know, just overall being kind of like judgmental and harsh on ourselves if we take a mental health day versus a sick day. Even on a sick day, I sometimes am feeling judgmental towards myself. So that's a whole other jump. But a lot of that is rooted within us because of this, you know, stigmatizing mental health culture that unfortunately we still are dealing with on a day-to-day basis and that a lot of organizations are really behind it well yeah I think as well like just even the stigma around like oh you should always have you get up and go like you should always be able to like get out of bed and do stuff and it's like that's not actually the case yeah and if (laughs) so an area that I have trouble with too is you know even though I can recognize in other people that it's not realistic for them to have a get up and go attitude all of the time. And, you know, especially folks that do identify as having with a mental illness, lots there, lots of time, there's no reason that you can't get out of bed. But for myself, if I wake up on a day where I'm just not feeling it, and I know that I need to take a day, I'm like, okay, what's the reason why? Like, what's wrong with me? What's going on in my life? What kind of challenges am I experiencing right now? that is making me feel this way. And if I can't identify something that I'm far less likely to, to take a day off, to be honest, because then I spend a lot of the day just feeling guilty and judging myself, Mm -hmm. which is not support, not supportive. Right. Yeah. So it's like, am I going to take a mental health or sick day and, you know, (laughs) maybe sit there and feel guilty all day, or am I going to go to work and realistically probably get nothing done and then feel guilty about getting nothing done it's like a lose-lose situation yeah and that I've taken you know a couple of like like I've taken mental health days before and that tends to be the reason why I choose like okay yeah this is a day that I need to take as a mental health day because of what you're saying of like I just know the space that I'm in at that moment in time like that headspace means I'm, I know I'm going to get nothing done that day because I just mentally don't feel okay. And I know then I will feel worse because all I've done is stared at my laptop all day thinking, oh my goodness, I need to do something. Why don't you just do something? Why don't you just respond to that email? It's going to take you two minutes. But everything feels like a huge challenge. Yeah, and just like what, because of the space that I'm in, I just can't. And then I feel guilty for spending all day doing nothing, achieving nothing, and then feel bad and stressed and worried because of all of those things. 
Yeah. Um, and it's taken me a while to realize that and come to that conclusion <laughs> conclusion. I've had my fair share of days of being like, no, like you don't feel sick and you can get yourself out of bed today. So go to work or like open your laptop up and work from home and then have felt even worse because I've tried to force myself to do it and I just can't yeah or you can but then you feel even worse after you're done because you just start even you know more burnt out or I don't I maybe burnout's not the right word but more just kind of overwhelmed or are just not in the right headspace that you need to be because you didn't end up taking that time for yourself yeah the last time I took a mental health day was, hmm, I guess it would have been on last Monday, actually. And it wasn't really a mental health day because I didn't communicate. Well, I get, it's funny. I didn't communicate that it was a mental health day. I just communicated that I was going to be away and I just knew even before the day that I just needed a little bit extra time. I just had a really long week, was feeling pretty stressed throughout the week. Um, a lot of things have been coming down the pipeline lately that have been a little overwhelming and just, yeah, just tough. So I decided, you know what? No, I'm not going to work on Monday. I'm taking a long weekend. I'm going to try to milk this as much as possible and I guess in one way or another, that still is a mental health day. So maybe not in the immediate moment. It's not waking up and thinking, oh, okay, like I am really not in the right headspace or I can't, don't feel as though I can get in the right headspace to work today. But yeah, I think it's, it's still kind of the same. I don't know where I went with that. My brain completely just shut down halfway through my <laughs> sentence. <laughs> but yeah, I... I think there's a lot of things that play into just that initial email or phone call, whatever it is you have to do to say, hey, I'm not going to be in today. I feel like I go through a real roller coaster of emotions. Like, I, like on Friday, I woke up and I just like was like, oh, like I'd, the evening before I was like, I'm not in a good headspace. I tried to do things to make myself feel better, but none of it was just like happening. I just... Well, good for you for trying things, first yeah. of all. I just, yeah. like, I couldn't shake it, and that that's okay. Um, And I woke up, and quite often sometimes when I'm like that, I will sleep, and I'll wake up a little bit more regulated. I'm like, I feel better today. Um, yeah. Like, sleep, honestly, is, like, a great go-to for me when it comes to it, because sometimes it's just I'm also exhausted. Um, I woke up, and I literally immediately, like, my stomach dropped, and I was like, I can't do this like I yeah I can't I can't do it today um and I was like I was laid in bed um and I was like oh like should I take a mental health day is that gonna be helpful am I gonna feel more stressed if I do go to work or if I don't go to work am I yeah. actually gonna do anything that I want to do am I gonna feel more anxious um I also have a new manager that I've only had for like two weeks and then it's oh like, that's oh. a big one too because you're yeah. like oh I don't I don't want to make a bad impression or exactly. I don't want someone to think that I don't work hard and all that type of stuff and that's what my thing was so I'd, I'd come to the conclusion of like okay no like you're just gonna I, I decided I realized I was gonna feel worse if I didn't take 
the day for myself. How did you realize that you were going to feel worse? Because I was like, I was like basically weighing it up. I was like, I can either feel guilty all day for getting nothing done at work, or I can at least relieve that from myself and be like, well, even if I still end up doing nothing all day today, I can know in good conscience I didn't feel like I was supposed to be doing something. It's like, okay, even if I just end up lying in my bed all day because I feel awful, like that's okay. There's at least that guilt is gone. That's fair. Which is yeah. kind of where I'd come to that conclusion. And then I emailed like my manager being like, hey, look, I need a mental health day, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I felt so like solid in my decision before I sent mm-hmm. that email send that email and like you say because it's I've got a brand new manager I was like you're like waiting for the response yeah Yeah. I was like oh I'd like felt really anxious I was like oh my goodness like you say what if they think that I'm just like taking the mick because they're new (laughs) like what if they think all these different things like such like future thinking such what if and like such unrealistic thinking I was like they're a manager at a mental health like place I'd hope that they would be open to me taking a mental health day like fair enough if they wanted to check in on with me on Monday that makes sense but I was just like overthinking this until I got that response where it was like hey like sure thing like do whatever you need to do and I was like okay it's okay like, <laughs> relief <laughs> oh yeah it's a tough one yeah it is and I often find that I don't really feel a relief until I do get a response. And then if I do get a response, that's something just like, okay, or sounds good or some sort of short response, then I'm immediately overanalyzing. I'm like, <laughs> oh, they're mad at me. Like, oh, they're upset at this situation or, you know, insert other future thinking, worrying thoughts. <sighs> yeah. Well, and then my other little thing around like and I'm sure other people experience my experience this is so like I then laid in bed (laughs) obviously (laughs) making it making it worse by just scrolling through Instagram reels you know just feeding into it um until like midday where I was like all right you actually need to stop because you feel awful I like dragged myself out of bed um and then at like two o'clock I was like okay it's a nice day like you should leave the house at least like force yourself to do it and I was like I'm gonna go paddleboarding and then that was even in my head I was like oh but like if I now can get myself to go paddleboarding should I actually now be doing those two like the that remaining two hours of work because I'm clearly well enough now to be able to do something for myself and that's so funny that's so funny to me because you would think that it would almost be a little bit of the opposite where I would be, or for me, it's a little bit of the opposite where I'm lying in bed feeling guilty about having a mental health day and not doing something that I know is good for me. So I'm like, okay, I need to go paddleboarding or I need to journal or I need to, need to, need to do all of these self-care things that I don't actually feel like doing today for a lot of the time. Because, because it's like an expectation that I do something to try to make myself feel immediately better. And that's why I took a mental health day. Yeah. So it's funny that you see it the, like that you felt the opposite with it, where it's like, oh, I feel good enough to do something that's for my self-care, which is probably what I should be doing on a mental health day. So maybe I should just work. Yeah. 
it's I think it's just so individual because I think there's just so many different pressures that we're all putting on ourselves with it Um, yeah that means different parts of it is anxiety provoking different parts of it brings up guilt different parts of it brings up worry well and the interesting part too is I don't think some like some people feel that pressure Mm. and I don't know because I can't speak for other people but something that I've been struggling with lately is honestly feeling quite a bit of judgment towards other people when I feel as though they don't care or care as much as I do or like work hard like I do and I'm like breaking myself at work you know and like feel guilty about taking a mental health day feel guilty about taking a sick day like really when I say breaking myself at work like (laughs) yeah like really struggling at work and then someone messages me for the second week in a row saying I need time off and I'm like oh my god like it's 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 hard it's hard to balance it especially as as a manager because I want to be somebody that takes that individual approach and recognizes someone stating their needs and is supportive of that but at the same time have a little bit of a hard time especially lately with my own levels of stress not being a little bit judgmental towards that which I I think is a reality for a lot of people unfortunately yeah I've been really trying hard to be like, okay, what would I actually say to someone who's on my team? And like, yeah. be like, that's what you need to say to yourself. Um, and also yeah. like my, like I'm, I'm the only person who works on my team on Fridays. <laughs> um, everybody else doesn't work Fridays. Um, and when I went in on Monday, everyone was like, oh, how was Friday? And I was like, oh, I took a mental health day. And they were like, oh, okay. Like, how are you, like, how are you doing now or whatever? Um, and I was like, I am going to label this as a mental health day to my team because mm-hmm. I want them to know it's okay if they wake up and they're like, I can't come into work and it's not because I'm physically sick. It's yeah. because I just do not have the capacity mentally today or emotionally today to be here. Which is so important. And I feel as though I'm hijacking the podcast a little bit by talking about this, but it's something that I've actually been really struggling with and would like to talk about on the podcast is, you know, I've been working within peer support for the past like six years, right? My experience and my management experience has all been within peer support. And for the What Really Works listeners that don't know or do know, peer support is a very, very um, like equity-based, mutual, self-determination, strength-based Um, like really just respecting where people are at type of discourse and like really follows a clear set of values and principles that is all centered around wanting to respect where people are at in their wellness especially because you're working with folks that identify as having a mental health challenge or a substance use challenge so there's lots of just like language and and expectations around you know, really trying to embody that equity and really trying to embody that like compassionate, non-judgmental approach. But the position that I find myself in now is tough because these are, those are the values that I believe in and the things that I want to champion. And like you say, as, as a leader, I want my team to know that it's safe to 
come to work, however it is that they are showing up in that day or not come to work or just, you know, set those boundaries for themselves and take the time that they need to and champion their own mental health and prioritize that. But then, oh man, sometimes it gets tough when you're completely overwhelmed and your programs are completely overwhelmed or your workspace is completely overwhelmed. And when someone does take a day off or when someone isn't able to show up in whatever capacity you need them to in your organization, that's really hard. It's really, it's, it's really hard. And I, my heart just goes out so much to people that have when, been working within like the retail industry, for example, or the restaurant industry where you're incredibly short-staffed and you're relying on all of your staff to, you know, pick up the slack and come into work and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then you also really want your staff to feel as though they can take a day off when they need to. But the reality is, is they can't really. Yeah. And that makes me think of, do you remember when we went to the first time we met Sunflower Sage? Yes. Um, who appeared on this podcast and we met her when she was doing that talk specifically for the restaurant industry workers mm-hmm. um and yeah she asked the question who here would take a mental health day off and no one raised their hand no one raised that I think me and you did as the only two non-restaurant workers yeah and in a little bit I don't want to say a privileged position but in this conversation a, a privileged position yeah of being able to take a mental health and sick day without feeling as though number one my manager is going to get mad at me and number two I'm not letting down my entire team and, you know, many other reasons. Well, that I remember so many of them being like, we are, they, like a lot of the people there were like, we know that there is only going to be just the right amount of staff if I turn up. So if I don't turn up, everyone else is going to have a horrible day Yeah, because of that. That's so much pressure. It's so much pressure. And also like some places, like I remember when I went in retail, I was off. I I had surgery and it meant that I had to have the day off to recover from surgery. I let them know beforehand. But on my day returning to work, I had to sit down and have an interview, like a return to work interview about why I was off, how it could have been prevented. Um, mm-hmm. And it was so intense. And it made me think I never want to have a work a day off here again because I don't want to have to sit and fully explain in a half an hour interview to somebody why I had a day off yeah like that's just that in itself like stops people from being able to go like oh I'm not well enough to come in today and this is what's wrong with you know the way that our systems operate in general right because I also understand the pressures that managers have at a restaurant or somewhere where they have basically an inability to take a sick day or mental health day where it's like, unfortunately the work needs to get done no matter what. Yeah. Right. So, so it's like, what's wrong with our systems where we have these large expectations on people or, you know, not enough staff, not enough, not (laughs) just not enough, not enough of everything is what it seems like is we don't have the, the structures in place to be able to pay people adequately, to be able to give people the sick time and mental health time that they need to be able to have the staffing requirements that we require. And it's all across the board, right? Like I'm experiencing it right now in my organization. And I think that I'm a fairly non-judgmental, compassionate, 
you know, really rooted in values of, of encouragement. And even I get a little bit like, oh, you know, an- another day off when, when someone has to take a, the same, you know, the, the take a day off and there's so much to do. And, and that just falls on, that falls on like, yeah, just like literally just issues within the larger system. Well, and that's the thing, right, is, and we'll talk a little bit about how mental health days shouldn't be the only thing <laughs> that places do things to No, absolutely staff. not. Mm-hmm. Um, but that comes into definitely something that I see in pretty much everyone I know who works in nonprofit experiences very similar things that we've been experiencing where there is such a staffing shortage um for multiple reasons like people leaving people being burnt out they're not being in like there's not enough money and it means that like I know my team is on its absolute bare minimum where if one person is off sick if one person is on vacation if one person has a doctor's appointment it's like all hands on deck to try and make this work because yeah um one person down means there's there's not enough of us to go around we were only just getting by before (laughs) and now with one person being off um it's not doable and I was saying this to my manager I was like if one person's on vacation and then someone ends up being sick at the same time like all of our programs will have to stop and then you feel like your programs can't just stop because the programs are supporting other people in the community that really really need that support it puts us in this really awful predicament where we want to really respect what an individual wants and needs. And, you know, we're having this podcast right now to talk about all of the complicated dynamics with taking a mental health day. But I think the overall message is take a mental health day if you need a mental health day. But then we get into all these other, you know, issues of, well, if you take a mental health day, then it, what about this, 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 and this. Yeah. And it's already challenging enough to take a mental health day because of the stigma associated with it based on where you work and what your situation is, but let alone all of this other crap that comes along with it. Well, that, and like, if I think this is something that my boyfriend said to me, he had one day off sick and he went in the next day and I got a text within half an hour of him being at work and was like, I'm never taking a day off ever again from this place. I have so much work because yeah. I had the day off yesterday because yep. he's the only person who does that job. So basically everything that should have got done yesterday is just left there. And then he has everything to be done today. And he was like, yeah, never so again. Has, <laughs> yeah, he has two days, two a full day to catch up on. So it's like he's working two days in one day because he needed to take the day off. So it's like, I'm actually not even really taking the day off. I'm just pushing all of this work until tomorrow. So I sure as hell better hope that I feel better tomorrow. Like, I think like overall, I'm obviously like mental health days. Like, yes. Like if there's a day where we're like, you know what? I can't do this today. Then yes. Like we should be able to have a break, but it's the fact that there's so many other systems that play that need to also get better so that that yeah. day can be done without guilt, without resentment, without judgment, like all these different things, right? And I mean, part of what we're speaking about, I think, but maybe not in such blatant terms is burnout. 
Yeah. I think we take a mental health day because of our own individual circumstances and what we might be experiencing, but also in the context of taking a mental health day because we just can't do it with our work that day is because we might be experiencing either the beginning symptoms of burnout or already be burnt out. And burnout is not an individual's problem. It is a systemic problem. It's also not a one-day solution problem. No, it's absolutely not. It's changing the way that we think about labor. It's changing the ways that we think about benefits within organizations. It's changing the ways that we think about compensation and the value of people's work that's going to help change the problem of burnout, not additional self-care and taking one mental health day. A hundred percent. And that really gets to, like I mentioned it right at the start about talking about like the mental health days being a bit of a bandage. And like, what I mean is exactly what you're saying, right? Is there's so many systems at play that affect individual mental health and community mental health within a workplace, a learning Mm -hmm. environment, whatever it is. Some organizations use mental health days in two different ways, I think. Some organizations use them as the band-aid of like, oh, you can just take a mental health day for yourself. You're all good. Rather than addressing all the other things that are piling on top to create burnout. And then also, I think some organizations use it as a oh we do do things for mental health even though our workplace culture is really unhealthy we have these things that make it look like we do good well it's just checking things off of your policy and procedure list which make it feel as though you are an equitable aware organization that supports its employees when in reality that's not at all the case right yeah it's paper versus actual process so (sighs) So what do we do? (laughs) Yeah. I just, I think it's so complex in the sense of, I think it even depends what situation you're in. Yeah. Like for me, taking a mental health day, parts of it come down to my own little bit of guilt and my own little bit of self-judgment and that kind of stuff. But I have a relatively easy ability to do it like a a privileged ability to be able to take it and there not be too many consequences me as well and I mean there are definitely some more of the wider things that would definitely help with it in the sense of just like more staffing Mm -hmm. Um, you know like some of those things that you were talking about around like yeah not feeling like I can't take a day because what's the impact of that and stuff right but then other people are in situations where what is what's the outcome of actually having a day off work that day like does it make things worse in the long run um are we even able to like if we only get the minimum five days and we actually were sick for a week then what do we do do we take time off and paid that in itself is a stressor that I know I would be thinking about all day if I'm not getting paid today mm-hmm. what if we're in education like it's still I would say it's more taboo in school to say I need a mental health day right then I think it is for me in the workplace yeah which sucks yeah I would agree with everything that you said 
and it definitely does depend on the on the position that you're in whether it be work or school or the culture in your organization for sure um, and it also depends on like you said what those personal those personal consequences are going to be and I think a big personal consequence like mentioned is having to have those intense conversations around why you needed a day off and what's going on with your mental health and having to disclose a bunch of information to someone that you don't necessarily want to disclose to, or maybe there's not really a reason. Maybe you just weren't feeling it and you couldn't do it for, I don't even want to say couldn't do it, but didn't want to do it or weren't able to do it for whatever reason. And that's a really hard thing to describe to someone, especially someone that might not have the greatest awareness around mental health. Yeah. Like trying to like I've had a few conversations before um just with like friends and stuff who don't necessarily really have a full just maybe has a different understanding of mental health to to me um and yeah like talking about things like taking a day off for mental health and they're like well why can't you just get up and do it yeah and honestly I think that that's a lot of the mentality that I still see present within a lot of not only organizations, but different communities and individuals. And I think part of that, which we don't necessarily talk about too much is, and not is like kind of a burnout of empathy and of compassion. Yeah. Because when you are overwhelmed yourself and, you know, struggling to put food on the table and working two jobs every day, or haven't had a day off in a year because you quite literally like can't afford to take a day off. Um, it would be pretty tough, I could imagine, to have the empathy and compassion for somebody that, you know, might be able to take like a couple sick days and a couple mental health days just whenever they might wish to. Yeah. Which I understand. And I think part of this conversation and hopefully what the What Really Works listeners have gathered at this point is that it's important to address things on on a case-by-case basis a lot of the time if we're not able to make this long-lasting systemic change right away and it's something that we're growing towards as a community we need to yeah to understand not only where someone might be coming from when they do need to take a mental health day but also understand where someone might be coming from when they don't quite under like when they don't quite show compassion or even respect towards someone that might need a mental health day right of, of questioning that like where does that bias where does that judgment come from what might be going on in that person's work life or personal life that might make them feel that way and how can we just have conversations around respecting the fact that other people and every individual person have different needs yeah well because at the end of the day everyone responds in a way for a reason right yeah where it comes fully out of the blue so like you say like I mean I know if I like I'm in a very privileged position where I work one job that is Monday to Friday where I am able to take days off right and I know if I was in a position that you explained right of like working multiple jobs non-stop so that I could have a roof over my head I would a hundred percent resent me being like, oh, I need to have a mental day today because I I can't, right? 100% yeah. Hundred percent resent it. 
I think something that also belongs in this conversation and by no means am I mentioning it to deter people away from taking the time that they need to, um, either it being a mental health or sick day, because I think that's very important. But I also also think it's important to mention that, you know, we have discussed the fact that there is some accountability and changes and processes that need to be made within our systems and our organizations. But I think there is a necessarily necessary level of self-reflection that needs to happen that doesn't involve guilt when you are deciding to take a day off. Especially if you're deciding that you want and need to take a day off like pretty consistently. Um, I think it's important for us, not only for basically for our own mental wellness to think about whether or not this is a larger problem that needs to be addressed within myself and maybe with my workplace in a way that isn't just taking one or two days off here and there. Yeah. Um, especially if it's consistent. I had an employee fairly recently that was having some challenges regarding their attendance and just, you know, kind of backing out of things last minute and taking quite a few days off. And eventually after some conversations and them needing a little bit of encouragement in that conversation towards identifying what they needed came to the conclusion that actually they needed to take a leave of absence because they weren't in a place mentally where they were able to continue to work and taking one day off here and there was a band-aid solution that was not supporting excuse me that was not supporting them but also not but also creating like a bit of a riff with the organization right so if you find yourself needing to consistently take days off and consistently feeling burnt out or tired or like there's a rock in your stomach every time that you're needing to go to work that could be that can just be a deeper challenge or a deeper issue that you might want to do some reflecting on yeah I think like it's really important to ask ourselves like what's going on here like Mm -hmm. what's going on for me like where do I think this is coming from like because like you say it could be things that are going on within us internally it could be things that things of say like school is making worse or you know maybe like yeah there's lots of different reasons and it's important for us to feel it okay yeah I need to take this mental health day and see where I'm at afterwards and continue to kind of check in with ourselves of like all right am I continuing to still feel burnt out am I continuing to still feel still feel that like rock in the pit of my stomach and if it is like need to think about that a little bit more and talk about that a little bit more or actually was that day a bit of a reset and I am feeling a fair bit better and yeah yeah And then what do I need to do moving forward to support myself in future situations that I might have or to support myself from potentially not having so frequent situations where I do need to take a day off? Does that mean I'm trying to manage my stress better at work? Is it a conversation with my manager about workload? Is it cutting down my hours? Um, Whatever it might be. Yeah, I had an experience like that when I was working in the prisons and like, I I've said on this before you know it's like one of my first in-person support jobs and had no idea about boundaries I'd never been taught about boundaries so 
I had zero boundaries and after six months I was burnt out like (laughs) burnt out fast and I was like I'm not feeling great and thankfully I had a pretty supportive manager who was like hey just want to check in on how things are going like no you've had a couple of like sick days I've noticed that like you're just a little bit slower than you were before when it comes to like responding I just really wanted to check in if you're okay which is a great approach of like not accusatory or yeah blaming or disciplinary right yeah her just mentioning the thing like the physical thing she has noticed she has noticed uh, some sick days she's noticed like my behaviors all this kind of stuff right and I was like you know what actually I don't feel great and she kind of sat down and like spoke to me about like what I was doing and she (laughs) pointed out she was like you have zero boundaries like no wonder you feel awful like no wonder you've burnt yourself (laughs) out um and she like sat me down and she was like all right I'm gonna like here's how you need to start setting boundaries like if someone like calls you on the phone you don't have to immediately run to see that person like yeah it's okay like all these different things and I was like oh I didn't realize like and I slowly started to feel better like it took a while as well that's that's the thing yeah and it's very fortunate that in the UK you get a lot more vacation time which meant I could take a little bit more time than to be able to like get a little, little bit of energy and be able mm-hmm. to like build that up right but sometimes as well you need someone to point it out <laughs> I'm not the best at self-reflection like Joe <laughs> my boyfriend will sometimes know I've had a worse day than I do because I'll be like you're cleaning vigorously what happened today Becky and I'm like, <laughs> oh <laughs> and that's important too I think you know identifying those early warning signs or those yeah, early warning signs that maybe things are starting to move towards a direction where I might either not be doing well in my wellness or experiencing some burnout is important. I know as soon as I stop responding or checking my emails on a more consistent basis that I am starting to get a little frustrated and flustered with things when my empathy has just gone completely down and I'm having a hard time engaging in conversations with people that are vulnerable and challenging, or I get an email and I'm immediately frustrated, even though it's not a very frustrating email. Those are some things that I've identified where it's like, okay, you need to check yourself a little bit and start doing some things that are going to mitigate that stress that you're feeling or the symptoms of burnout that you're experiencing and start doing some more things that are going to hopefully not necessarily stop it in its tracks, but at least help support it a little better. Anything else that you wanted to chat about with our mental health days topic? I just want to mention to like, if I don't know if anyone happens to be listening to this episode who is either in some form of leadership or in some form of like running an organization like being just that reminder of yes providing people with mental health days is great but recognizing like there needs to be more done to support like mental health whether that's being open to hearing someone when they say I need a reduced workload whether that's listening to somebody when they say 
actually someone said this to me and it's really not okay like what they said um things like respecting boundaries like if someone has a day off like don't message them all these like small things that actually they all add up and I think it's really important that workplaces recognize that actually like don't just have the checkbox of saying oh yeah we offer uh, mental health days yes that means we're good for mental health instead thinking about actually mental health days involve like that individual person's responsibility whereas actually a mentally healthy workplace really involves that community responsibility that culture at that workplace and just recognizing those two things are yeah they're connected but they're also like if you're running a workspace or leading a workspace like being aware of that that's almost more important yeah and being aware that you know in addition to having a culture and policies and procedures that help to support a mentally healthy workplace you as a leader should also be embodying those those same those same approach if you need to take a mental health day as a leader, then recognizing that if you are completely completely burning yourself out and always at the office and, you know, putting these unrealistic expectations on yourself, then that's what the staff around you feel. And that's what creates a lot of that, that culture as well. And then from the perspective of an employee, you also have a responsibility to contribute towards a healthy workplace culture and you know, giving notice that you're going to take a mental health day and doing so in an appropriate way and, you know, taking some level of, of responsibility over reflecting on, on your needs and how you're doing is ways that you can contribute to that healthy workplace culture as well. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Any other kind of thoughts? Mm, not necessarily. <laughs> all right what really works listeners thanks for tuning in and we will hopefully speak to you sooner rather than later (laughs) speak to you soon bye bye thanks again for listening to us we hope you enjoyed this podcast you can find us on all major podcast streaming platforms and if you don't want to miss any future episodes you can follow us or subscribe to what really works to find more from discovery college go to discoverycollegecolona.com And thanks again to Staple Studio in supporting us to produce this podcast.